Hello and welcome back to Talking Nears. This week, RPI Men's Hockey went into Schenectady to play against Union and they came away with a great 5-2 win in their first game since beating Dartmouth to secure the fourth seed in the ECAC playoffs in 2020. The women's team had a very similar weekend at Vermont as they did at Mercyhurst. In the first game, they fell just short in OT and in the second game, they fell to UVM 4-1. I'm one of your hosts, Steven Zenick. I'm Ben Hallett. It's good to be back a second time. Uh, and I'm Alex Brodsky. We're joined again by RPI head coach Dave Smith. Coach, I know all three of us, along with the rest of the RPI fans, really enjoyed the game Saturday. How did it feel finally getting your first game in a year and a half? It was, uh, it was great. It was a lot of fun um, just to, to get back in the routine of, you know, morning preparation, what we do, the, the week of preparation, all those things, and then to to see and feel the energy of, of a crowd and an, uh, an opponent in a different jersey, it was it was a terrific feeling. Awesome. This was uh, my first RPI game, hockey game that I've been to, and it was an awesome experience, uh, especially getting to see them win for the first game, and I had to learn a couple chants. <laughs> <laughs> that was really fun. Um, yeah, it also looked like we had a good turnout. Uh, we had a slow start to the beginning of the game with Union, uh, with them scoring the first goal, but we regrouped and came back scoring two goals in a row. Other than that, um, are you satisfied with how the players performed during the game, and were there any players that in particular uh, in particular surprised you or stood out? Well, uh, I'll see if I can answer those backwards um, in reverse order. Uh, the, the goal was to play everybody, um, regardless of you know, seniority, age, or anything, because the guys that stuck with us through the pandemic, um, I wasn't going to have anybody sit out that was held healthy to play. So in terms of surprises, uh, we have high expectations for all of these guys. Um, you know, we want our, our experienced guys to, you know, be league leaders and up amongst the league leaders. We want our young guys to, to learn and grow and, and contribute. So um, when you win a game and you feel like there's a lot of good things that happen, nobody really surprises you. Mm -hmm. um, and we've seen these guys at their best coming out of junior hockey. But, you know, the, the game started, uh, Union did. Union's always a strong, hardworking team. And, um, you know, you never know how a team's going to respond. They also had 16 new guys. We have 18, they have 16, whatever the numbers are. Um, but they, they did. They, they initiated more plays early in the game. And that first TV timeout at the 10-minute mark, we just talked to our guys, like, hey, we can do better. And, and they did. And I thought we controlled the game from that point on. Um, but it's also important to note that while we had player rotations coming in and out, so did Union. Um, and in a game like that, I was 100% focused on us. Um, and in a lot of games like coming up this weekend a, a lot of my attention will be on the other team but it was not in the exhibition game it was really just about us yeah speaking about us I, I think there were a lot of positives in that game and a lot of great things to to take with us into to next week and for the rest of the season a lot of good stuff to build on um yeah so one thing in particular that caught my attention was uh, the goaltending uh, all three netminders looked very comfortable and played well in the net um, so Marshall, in particular, actually looked, looked really good, and, and Watson obviously didn't let anything in. Um, so what did you think of the, the goaltending from all three, and do you think goaltending will be a strength of this team moving forward for the rest of the season? 
I, I do think it can be a strength um, of our team, you know, and uh, Owen Savory, a lot of people like to talk about Owen Savory and a wonderful young man and a terrific goaltender, but, you know, the guys in front of him had a lot to, lot to say about that. And as our team grew, his numbers grew, and um, I believe all three of our goaltenders are capable. Linden's at the top of that list with experience and, you know, been to, been to a few NHL camps and um, he's poised and ready. And I think, you know, he chose to play the first period, which is the best period to play, but it was also maybe the worst period to play because we weren't ready to play. And I thought he stepped up big and made some real big saves in a, in a period where they, they had 17 shot attempts. We only had 10. And, um, you know, by the time the third period came around, we had 27 and, and, and they only had nine or 10. So um, all of them looked good. They all got their feet wet, and I was uh, happy that they, they all can feel good about their first action. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they all, they all looked very solid. Good to see from everyone. Yeah. Yeah, and that was something where I figured, you know, Lyndon would be ahead, and it was great that, you know, he, he performed very well, and the one goal he had no chance on, but everything else he was rock solid, good rebound control, and we definitely liked to see that. Uh, even though this was only an exhibition game, do you think the win sets a good dynamic of the for the team going forward? Yeah, and, and I know it's how you phrased the question. We have to be aware and cautious that we don't over-exaggerate um, an ex exhibition win when both rosters are really just learning about each other and what it takes to compete. But absolutely, they kept score on the scoreboard and and, and it absolutely makes a difference. You want to get that and keep that winning feeling. Yeah, I definitely, definitely agree. Um, so this game featured a lot of penalties. It seemed like the officials were just calling the game stricter. Um, but one penalty I was kind of confused by was the five-minute major in game misconduct called on Kyle Hallbauer for a hit from behind. From our vantage point in the crowd, it looked like it was shouldered it was a shoulder-to-shoulder -shoulder hit, and the replays also definitely looked like it was shoulder-to-shoulder. -shoulder. Um, so seeing that, I didn't really think it deserved the major, and it was like borderline minor, just in my opinion. But did you receive any sort of explanation from the officials as to why it was called a major in game misconduct? Uh, I didn't, and I didn't even ask, to tell the truth. I mean, I watched on video later and understand why they called it a five. Could it have gone another way? Maybe, you know, but... Um, they have their own points of emphasis that come from the national body and our own coaching, um, our referee supervisor, Pete Piola, from our league. And, you know, they called the open hand penalties. They called the stick penalties. They called the hit from behind penalties. And they need to do that in the first, uh, first action of the year. The guys will, the guys will adjust. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so sometimes majors that include an, an ejection also result in a one-game suspension. Uh, what determines if the player receives that additional suspension? And is Paul Bauer suspended at all? He is not suspended uh, at all. And they review all major penalties with the league, supervisor, officials, the commissioner, the assistant commissioner, um, and they review them all. And then that let us know on Monday morning if there's any further penalty, of which there is none. Speaking of uh, penalties, do you think that's something that needs to be like addressed or is that something that you think that coming out in the first game you kind of were not not expecting to see but kind of understand oh 100 percent we understand um the referees are going to call a little bit more and our players much like every player on the ice is going to 
you know, try and find any advantage they can and push it to the limits. And we've talked with the guys. We show video. I was happy that we didn't take any penalties of, of um, the kind that we teach our guys not to take. <laughs> right. um, we didn't have any of those. Um, but we had, like I said, uh, John Beaton gets an open hand penalty where he just this free hand. And um, Mason Clee, you know, gets a little stick twist in there and, and the guy goes down and um, all good calls. I thought they, mm -hmm. I thought the referees called the penalties that were there with a point of emphasis on certain things. So hockey's a pretty contact sport, as we all know. And this first game, there were certainly a couple big hits that were uh, dished from both sides. Uh, and it didn't appear that anyone got hurt during this game. Are all the players in good health and back in practice? Yeah, everybody's, uh, everybody's going. Yeah, that's good. We we saw couple of great hits from Adamo, I've got to say. Steven and I were talking about it. Yeah. Stan's, uh, he's looking real big out there. Um, quite a, he's got quite a presence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's say. a yeah. big, strong man. And when he, he he turns a corner or leans on somebody, it's uh, he's a tough rig to stop. Yeah, yep. Um, all right, so before we move on to our um, player interview, which is coming up, I want to quickly get your thoughts on the, the new sweaters. Well, <laughs> I, I get a lot of feedback, but uh, I'm more interested what you guys think. What, <laughs> what did you guys th think of them? Uh, Steven and I were talking about this. I could probably go on for quite a bit, <laughs> honestly, uh, a bit longer than I'd like to admit. But um, I, I, I'm, I like them. And um, seeing the uh, away jerseys, we have yet to see the home jerseys on ice, but that's coming up. Um, I like the, the red on top. <laughs> um, I'm not not a big fan, I gotta say, of the gray stripe on the sleeves. I, I, I would have preferred a black stripe. But yeah. Th that's How about you other guys? I'll say. <laughs> uh, for me, it's tough to visualize whether like a black stripe would look better than the gray <laughs> stripe there. But uh, but I, I definitely liked the red all around, and I liked the shoulder patches too. I thought those looked good on the jersey, and I uh, still kept the same like kind of classic RPI look with the diagonal logo on the front. So uh, overall, I'd say definitely liked the away jerseys on the ice can't wait to see the homes on the ice too i mean i know we've seen pictures of them but y you can't really get a good feel until you see them in action i know um we intentionally took the black out um because everywhere rpi's colors are cherry and white mm -hmm. now we do have black on the seal on the i think it is the shoulder patch um is, is outlined in black um but uh, we have wanted to emphasize the gray a little bit more so um i accept your <laughs> critique as, <laughs> as both positive and encouragement both ways and um i think uh generally the feedback is hey they, they're they're crisp they're sharp and yeah they're a little bit different try to something a little different but there was a conscious effort to uh, to remove um a couple black stripes on there because uh black is isn't really one of our colors and i want to be um, as steven mentioned uh very traditional. I like the traditional. I, I can take that. I can be satisfied with the. <laughs> 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 we can agree to agree to disagree on sure. it. Sure. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I think uh, that might be all that needs to be said <laughs> on the, the jerseys right. here. I love that you know all all about the jerseys. Honestly, um, we got these jerseys for the 2021 season. Uh huh. Um, oh, I know that. And I forgot what they looked like. And so when you're talking about the home jerseys. It's been so long. I don't know if we got new jerseys. I think we did. I don't remember what they look like either. <laughs> but those things are 
I like to say the hay is in the barn. I'm not worried about that anymore. We're, we're on to the next thing, and you guys can bring it up next week. We'll talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know there'll be detail. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we're definitely an, an opinionated group on, on jerseys and sweaters. We'll sometimes we'll, like, send, like, NHL ones or, or other league ones to each other and, and start, you know, either critiquing it or saying that it looks nice. So Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but the jerseys are important, and um, I know our guys really like them, and, and general consensus was that, uh, as was mentioned, yep, they're a little bit different because there's no black, um, but they, they stand out pretty nice. Yep, they're sleek, yeah. for sure. Yeah, we definitely agree. All right, well, coming up next, we'll have graduate forward Shane Seller. So we would now like to welcome graduate forward Shane Seller. Shane, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right. Um, how have you been uh, keeping in shape and staying busy during the off time? Uh, you know, just, just working out as much as I can to get in shape and then d working on my skills on the ice as well, just mm -hmm. trying to keep up with everything. Great, great. Yeah. So this Saturday was your first hockey game in two and a half years due to your season-ending injury. Uh, for the 2019-20 season and then the cancellation of last season. How did it feel to finally be back in a competitive game? And Did it feel like you had any rust to shake off? Uh, I think it was just great to be back playing, uh, playing against another team for the first time in, I think it was, yeah, two and a half years was awesome. Um, it was just yeah. nice to compete for once. Um, felt a little rusty for maybe the first five, six minutes, but once I kind of got the hang of it, it was it was good to be back and, and just went from there. Yeah. Yeah, you for sure didn't look too rusty considering the the two Genos you got. <laughs> so uh, I, well, uh, well I can't wait to see what what you do. You know, if you're playing rusty, then <laughs> you know. Well, well he yeah. said it was only rusty for like the first six minutes. So yeah, right right yeah, after yeah. he shook off the rust, then immediately he scored the goal. So that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, so speaking of your goals, uh, take me through your goal in the first period. You got a two on one with Jack Brackett on your right but you decided to keep the shot and fired it glove side for the goal. How did the play develop from your point of view? Yeah, um, I think just I started in the D zone. Um, our defenseman made a good play, kind of forcing the pass up the wall, um, and they didn't really pass the puck too hard, so I was able to just like poke it by the defenseman. Um, by the time I got like clean possession of it, their goalie was way out of position, I thought. Um, gave me the glove side high, so I decided to shoot, um, and it worked out. So. Yeah, that's definitely some of that uh, vet experience, I think. You are an NCAA vet mm -hmm. um, playing with uh, Dartmouth beforehand, but do you think there's anything new that you've added to your game since being with RPI? Um, I, don't, I don't know if I would say anything really new. I think just over the, over the time that I've been off, uh, I've been able to really like focus on my skills a little more, kind of develop, uh, get better at skating, kind of focus on what I need to work on uh, to help me become a better player. Um, and I also just think the style of play here also helps me a lot more. Um, we're definitely structured, but we have the freedom to kind of just play hockey, and I think that really helps a lot. Mm -hmm. So, Shane, you transferred to RPI here a little while ago from Dartmouth, one of our competitors during the season. Uh, we were wondering, why RPI? What made you come to play for this program? Yeah, I think um, it's kind of been the same thing. Um, going through the recruiting process, you always you always look for schools that really want you. Um, so I think all the coaching staff reaching out, each assistant coach, Coach Smith as well, multiple times a week, I think really helped show me that this was a great place to be. Um, and then also like you play you play against them two times every year. Um, 
So from my freshman year to my senior year, um, I really saw a change in the program. Um, you could see when Coach Smith came over, the culture really changed. The guys he was recruiting changed, and they just continued to get better each year. Um, and I just wanted to be a part of that process going forward to, to help take this team to a different level this year. I actually think by what we've seen so far, we're certainly happy to have you. Yeah. 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 And even before, when you were at Dartmouth, <laughs> what we had seen, you know, we wanted to have you, you know, I'm sure you remember your, like, six-point night, right? Yeah. <laughs> a I while ago here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stick with you for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you can put up another six-point night here, and yeah. this time in the right jersey. That'd, that'd be nice. <laughs> Start off the right way. Yeah. Yeah, so um, we asked Coach last week about the uh, NIL rule changes. Um, so what are your thoughts on that? Um, I honestly think it's a really good idea. Um, I think you look at kind of like the normal student population and how they can make money off, whether it's tutoring or giving lessons in something. Um, I, don't, I don't think there should have been any difference as to why student athletes couldn't do the same thing. Like we're, we're good at something and that's something we love to do. So I think being able to give back to, whether it's doing hockey lessons on your own time in the summer or anything like that, just being able to make money off like your name and, and kind of what you built for yourself is awesome. Yeah, yeah, I agree, that's good. So uh, you got anything in the pipeline or? Nothing right now. All right. I'm trying a little bit. It's probably a little harder as an old guy. Uh -huh. uh, it'd only be for a few months, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. we got a, a couple of guys on the on the team right now. Either got something in the works or mm -hmm. going for them already, so that's good. Yeah, yeah it'll probably help once you start pl actually playing too and, and putting up some numbers. Mm -hmm. uh, so today, actually, you know, a couple hours ago, you were named an assistant captain. Uh, and obviously, you know, you're new to the team as of last year, but you didn't play last year, and you were still named a captain in spite of this. Um, so what does it mean to you to be named a captain despite being a new uh, new player to the team? And, and uh, you know, I think it obviously speaks well to your leadership abilities. Yeah, I think it means a lot. Um, I appreciate the guys kind of putting the trust in me and also the coaching staff as well. Um, obviously, we have our leadership group here, and, and I think – the large bulk of things obviously still falls on that group. It's not just the captains we have or the assistant captains. Um, we're a whole group, and it, it works well. Um, but just, like, being able to be a leader there I think is, is good that my peers see that. And um, just kind of leading by example, it, I think being in this league for this will be my fifth year now is I think it shows a little bit. So. Yeah. And uh, do you have some personal goals uh, for yourself as a – player, teammate, and leader? You know, how do you, how do you strive to keep growing in those areas? Yeah, I think, I think, like I said, I think being able just to be a leader by example, um, just coming to practice every day, wanting to compete and get better. Um, I think obviously at the end of the day, we're, we're all playing here um, because we want to, A, win a national championship. And then, like, also individually, we all want to move on and play pro hockey. Um, so I think it's just every day working towards those goals. Um, and then also just doing whatever I can to give back to the younger kids. Um, they're going to be here for three, four more years. Um, and if there's anything I can help them with along the way, I'm, I'm ready to do that. Yeah, we definitely love to hear those answers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, we have a pretty important question for you. Yeah. Who has the ox in the locker room? Oh, the ox. Um, a lot of times Ryan Mashey has done it. Um, he's, uh, he took it over on game day. He was uh, really good. Um, 
Some shocking times, Tor Linden has stepped up if we need <laughs> some throwback tunes. <laughs> he stepped up in that sense. Uh, but no, it's usually usually Mashy takes over. <laughs> so. Is he doing a good job with it, choosing good songs to get you guys pumped up? <laughs> yeah, he does a great job with practice. Uh, to be honest, I, I wear headphones before the games, <laughs> so I, I listen to my own music. But yeah. the, the boys like it, and it, it seemed to work uh, against Union. Oh so yeah. I'm sure we'll keep sticking with it. What, what do you listen to usually? You got a, you got a, like a, a routine, something that you got to keep every time, or just a, anything? It kind of it kind of just depends on the day. Right. Um, I usually like to keep it light, like just listening to music throughout the day. Mm -hmm. uh, love country music, so just kind of light feeling throughout the day, and then obviously like the good like EDM and rock music before games. So nice. nothing nothing too particular, but have the set song sometimes. Just doesn't need to be in the same order. Mm -hmm. I got you. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks thanks for being with us, and uh, we're gonna bring Coach back on and. Good right. luck this weekend. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, guys. Yep. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. We now welcome back Coach Smith. Coach, this week you opened the regular season with Bowling Green. They've been quite good recently as they've been ranked as a top 20 team at the end of the season for three years in a row now. However, they had some massive losses this offseason with their top four forwards who all had over 100 career points transferring out. They also lost four out of their top five defensemen and their starting goaltender. What do you expect from Bowling Green considering how good they've been recently, but also considering those losses? Well, I think obviously those are key losses and, and, and very talented players, but you know they, they were part of a, a belief system and a culture and an environment that expected to win games. And um, you know that doesn't get lost overnight. So um, it's our job to, you know, to help that slip away from them, but we know that they're going to come in here with a belief that they can that they can win, that they're a top 20 team, and we're going to have to take that game from them Friday night. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, you know, when there's a top 20 team uh, and they've been pretty consistent recently, they're also going to be recruiting very well too. So, you know, despite those losses, I'm sure they've got good recruits in the pipeline and good incoming freshmen and incoming players. Yeah, they, they've got a lot of good players. and. Again, they had an exhibition game against Michigan where they, you know, Michigan put seven up on them. But um, you, you don't know exactly how every team goes into it. Both every team responds a little different to exhibition. And now that it's 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 real, uh, you know, they're going to adjust their lineup coming in here to win. So I'm, I'm looking forward to to the best that they got on Friday, and we'll put our best out there. Yeah. So that was something I wanted to bring up. Bowling Green played Michigan last weekend in exhibition and. Uh, Michigan blew them out seven to one, but for me as a fan, it's tough to know how much stock to put into the game for a few reasons. Uh, Michigan's definitely the most talented team in the country with their you know first seven round NHL draft picks, including four out of the top five picks from the 2021 NHL draft. Uh, but you'd also expect a good team to play a more competitive game, regardless of how good Michigan is. And then you also factor in that it's just an exhibition game, like you said, with rotating lines and goalies and everything. So how much weight do you put into this that game as a coach, if any? Yeah, I think you described it very well. Michigan's obviously talented. Mm -hmm. um, what what we talk about here is talent can win early season games. And there's not enough video yet. You know, how are we going to shut them down together? You know, how, how do you shut down Michigan's power play? Wh whatever it is. So um, another week of preparation. Coaches do a good job across the country. And um, it'll be interesting to watch and see how that uh, – talent for Michigan continues to grow and play and how other teams, you know, strategize to, to shut down a, a high-powered offense. Yeah, I, I'm definitely intrigued to 
to watch Michigan too. You know, they're a very young team due to the the NHL draft picks they have and usually in college hockey it's not the most talented teams that are the best teams. It's usually, you know, a mix of talent with experience and, you know, Michigan obviously is the most talented but not the most experienced, so that'll be interesting to watch play out. Uh is is that a game that you'll be watching to scout bowling green or is it mostly gonna be video from last year? Oh no, we watched all of the the Michigan game, and we watched their last four to eight games from last year just to watch their tendencies. And um, again, coaches have a habit of repeating what they like, and uh, so we watched we watched a lot of their games from last year and and the Michigan game. And we weigh the he- Michigan game more heavily because it's current. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, what sort of things do you have to prioritize when you're playing uh, against a team that you have no experience against? Us. We have to focus on us. You know, if uh, the ga- the game, it's an interesting, you know, concept to get your hands around. But the game can be shifted, right, based on what you do and how well you do it. So we need to shift the game into how we want it to be played. And um, you know, that's why it's so fun when you get two teams that go back and forth trying to get the game in their favor, whether it be possession or physical play or or whatever it might be. And um, you know, so. And all the time, I would say it's 80% of the focus is on us, um, ourselves, and we're aware of what the other team is doing, but we're trying to get the game into a place that benefits us. Mm -hmm. So this upcoming game will be our first home game in a long time. I'm hearing from a lot of people I've talked to that they'll be attending the game. With a good uh, turnout from our student section and it being the first official game of the season, do you expect the players to be excited and to play well? They are. We're um, we do this uh, neat thing with the guys every once in a while, every month or so, called two-minute meetings, and we get rid of all the BS and we get right to the chase. Hey, how are you doing? What's important? What do you need? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, how are you doing? They all answer right now with doing great. Can't wait for the game. Happy to be back at the field house. Looking forward to having our our students, faculty, and staff fans there. So they are uh, are really really pumped up good to hear yeah we're gonna have a we're gonna be giving out the rally towels from the from what was supposed to be the for the 2020 playoffs uh so we're hoping that will kind of get the crowd going you know 500 rally towels going in the student section um you know we think it'll be a pretty good atmosphere and we're excited for the game obviously as well yeah rally towels are always <laughs> a, a good idea <laughs> <laughs> yeah bit of a sigh there but um yeah good 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 uh props to scheduling for getting this uh first game of the season at home so uh, a lot, lot of a uh, lot of excitement around a lot of buzz def- definitely um so uh this morning we got the uh media post announcing the leadership team for this year we'll be having a seniors tour linden and linden marshall or uh Tor Linden Marshall. That's that's gonna be my name there for the, go, for the yeah. duo. Um, <laughs> trying to get that catch on. I don't know. We'll, we'll see about that. Um, yeah. So they they got the C's and uh, they'll be assisted by Seller at home and Baxter on the road. Um, so could you tell us a bit about their leadership qualities and uh, as well as the the qualities and mindset of the whole leadership group? Yeah. So I start with the leadership group and we we added uh, a ninth member to that, uh, Justin Adamo. Um, you know, so, so in that, those are the guys that, uh, 
lead the conversations with the pods. So we have pods, small teams of you know five, six guys. We have multiple pods that we call them. And um, they also, we have a, a weekly or bi-weekly meeting where feedback goes up and down. They, they can, you know, they, they control the meetings after the meetings, they control the locker room, they control so much of the time and we're not there. Um, after that comes sort of the C's and the A's and um, I did not see that release uh, that came out, um, but Tour Linden and Linden Marshall um, are two guys that have, that have been here. They've, they've seen the culture shift, they've seen what it takes to be successful and they had a lot of support from from their teammates. Um, the one fellow that you mentioned that you failed to mention is Otto Vile Lepinen is also going to be an assistant captain. I'm not sure if that was in the release or not in the release. I hope it was because he's he's earned that right. Mm -hmm. um, he's another guy that's been with us with this culture shift and seen very similar to, to Tour and, and and Marshall. And uh, what he brings to the table is a lot of energy. Otto Vile is a lot of energy, very positive young man and uh, you know, really respected by his teammates. Seller and Baxter, they, I mean, this is Seller's sixth year in college hockey, second program. Baxter, it's his fifth year. Um, they've played the game, they've been around the game. Um, they're very good and well-respected leaders um, who our players look up to. Like I said, we've got a number of guys that haven't played a college hockey game yet and having the experience of Baxter and um, Seller benefit everybody to see how they take things in stride how they're positive they ride the ups and the downs and they just work on getting better mm -hmm. yeah and, and and work on uh getting the new guys up and with things and giving them the experience and passing on the torch is one thing that seller was mentioning when we were talking with him about it yeah i mean it's uh to show me your friends i'll show you your future mm -hmm. right you, you hear your parents say that you guys are like oh yeah i've heard that from you know my parents and um but if you don't know, how can you adjust? So our veteran players, our leadership group, they need to know everything about how our program runs so they can pass that along and then the next guys can just improve upon it. And uh, we're, we're in a nice spot with our leadership group and our captains and assistants. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention was uh, with Lyndon Marshall get, getting the C, you know, it's very rare that goalies uh, get to be a captain or wear a letter but I feel like that obviously must speak extremely well to his overall leadership abilities that he's still getting it as a goalie. Yeah, and, and we made it very clear that, uh, and Lyndon's the one that first brought it up, he doesn't, goalies, goalies don't need a letter in their jersey. We're not going to put a letter on his jersey, um, but so much of leadership is at the rink, but away from the rink, and, and, and he embodies what RPI hockey is all about. So um, he deserved to be named a captain, but the nuances of the game are we don't we personally here don't believe that a goalie and Lyndon supports this should have a letter on his jersey. He's not going to talk to the referees. He's not going to do those things. He he's just going to play goalie in the game. But his voice in the locker room is very strong and outside the locker room. Oh, I got you. I didn't realize that they weren't actually going to have it on the jersey. But ultimately, you know, that's meaningless. What's important is how you yep. do it in the room and how you mm -hmm. do it with your teammates and co and coaches and you know playing with uh, good sportsmanship and respect for the other team. Yeah. Um, and also another thing is, you know, obviously you mentioned Seller and Baxter being new, but them also being assistant captains and, you know, them being new and uh, getting getting captainship 
obviously must mean you know they've totally bought into the program and and what you're doing and obviously you mentioned their leadership qualities and being experienced so i feel like you know overall it just speaks to a really strong leadership group which is what you need to win at a high yeah. level yeah you you rise and fall with the level of leadership and that includes our staff and coaches and it also inc includes the emerging leaders guys that either are in the leadership group or not that when their opportunities there they need to you know champions make championship decisions all the time and you don't need a letter to do that mm -hmm. yep well coach it's been a pleasure as always and we can't wait to see the engineers back in the houston field house for the first time in almost two years unfortunately due to covid regulations only students and other members of the rpi community will be able to see the game in the field house but everyone else who would like to can watch the game live you can stream the game at rpitv.org and the RPI TV YouTube channel. Thanks again, Coach, for your time, and we'll see you next week. You're welcome, and thank you guys. It's uh, nice to be back in the field. I was playing hockey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We we hope that uh, <laughs> we hope we can get this place rocking Friday and Saturday night, yeah. uh, and and see some hopefully some good wins. I agree. We're gonna do our part. Can't wait for those jerseys, also. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, me too. I'm anxious. <laughs> I forget what they are. So we'll see. <laughs> so I'll be surprised to do that too. <laughs>